Text and whatever. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to hero.co to shop today. Warning, the SCP Foundation audio archive is classified. Access by unauthorized personnel is strictly prohibited. Perpetrators will be tracked, located, and detained. Naked Doll Item Number SCP-136 Object Class Euclid Special Containment Procedures No extraordinary containment procedures are necessary. SCP-136 is to be kept in a standard 10-meter by 10-meter by 10-meter concrete containment room. SCP-136-1 is to be kept in a locked transparent plastic case measuring 0.5 meters by 0.5 meters by 0.5 meters placed on a table in the center of a room. Video surveillance is unnecessary when SCP-136 is not being actively examined. As of Incident I-136-C, see Incident Reports, only Class D personnel may enter the SCP-136 containment chamber more than once in any 30-day period without special authorization from Director. Description SCP-136 has no effect on non-humans. SCP-136 describes two phenomena. SCP-136-1 is of variable appearance, but generally manifests as a crude clay, wood, metal, or cloth doll, usually identifiable as female and usually between 10 and 30 centimeters in length. The doll appears as male in approximately 10% of viewings. SCP-136-1 has no unusual properties that can be measured empirically. Mass spectrometry of samples taken from the doll return typical results for its present material. When the doll is damaged to the extent where it no longer appears human, usually upon removal of a head or all limbs, it vanishes completely and reappears in a new configuration within a 1 meter radius. Testing of complete vaporization pending. SCP-136-2 manifests only when SCP-136-1 is viewed for approximately 20 minutes though like SCP-136-1, it has a somewhat variable form. The first indication of SCP-136-2's presence is a sound of laughter of a gender corresponding to the appearance of SCP-136-1. Personnel who hear the laughter report it as sounding creepy or scary. The laughter lasts for an interval of anywhere from 5 seconds to 2 minutes, after which is a period of silence, usually of about 5 minutes. After the period of silence, SCP-136-2 appears along with the abrupt disappearance of SCP-136-1.
SCP-136-2 is an incorporeal nude or partially nude figure corresponding to the gender of SCP-136-1. SCP-136-2, ranging in size from 1.9 to 2.1 meters, is always poised in a provocative manner, approximately 0.2 meters per second, towards the subjects. If more than one subject is present, each will see the form as moving toward him or herself. As it approaches, the volume of a laughter increases. By the time SCP-136-2 is within 1 to 2 meters, the subject invariably has gone rigid in fear, collapsed, or backed up until he or she hits a wall. SCP-136-2 usually remains stiff until it is within approximately 5 centimeters of a subject, whereupon it will scream once before vanishing. 10 to 15 seconds later, SCP-136-1 will reappear in its previous location in a different configuration. The apparition has a very disturbing appearance. Its mouth is far too wide, frozen in a rictus of pain and arousal. It will occasionally bare its teeth or lick its lips. Its irises take up almost the entire sclera of its eyes, which appear mad and bloodshot. If female, it will have an absurdly narrow waist and large breasts. The experience of viewing SCP-136-2 is profoundly upsetting and has universally caused night terrors for up to six months in every subject, possibly as a result of its psychic intrusion. After a viewing, most subjects are unable to leave a containment room without assistance. Interestingly, Class D personnel with a history of sexual deviancy still experience a strong negative reaction to SCP-136-2. At no point has SCP-136-2 been observed to move past the boundaries of its containment room. See Incident Report I-136-A. Additional Information SCP-136 was recovered from the children's bedroom of an abandoned house in that was reportedly haunted. A routine sweep of such reported homes by Foundation personnel discovered SCP-136 where Agent fell from a second-story window, screaming. Incident Reports Incident I-136-A 19 Dr. Simon was the 25th subject to observe 136-2 and the 4th to do so voluntarily. The viewing proceeded in the usual manner with no anomalies. Approximately 2 hours after viewing 136-2, Dr. Simon, who was in the break room with several other researchers, screamed and dropped his coffee mug. He incoherently indicated that he could see 136-2 floating down the hall towards him. Dr. Morris and Dr. Harrison restrained him, assuming that he had simply been badly shaken by the experience. After approximately two minutes, all present in the room fell unconscious. Dr. Saboya recovered first and proceeded to awaken her colleagues. Dr. Simon had lapsed into a coma and died three days later. Dr. Mayers requests reclassification to Keter class. Reclassification as Keter class denied. We cannot dismiss the possibility 
that the unfortunate incident wasn't caused by some other telepathic SCP. Incident I-136-B 2000 It happened again today. Agent shoved a few Class Ds into the room and he was standing outside with 136 finished doing its thing and I was helping them drag the subjects out of the room when everything went black. I woke up to Agent and three Class Ds in comas. This thing is killing people. We haven't learned anything new from it in 10 years, and we can't use it. I request that we find a way to terminate 136, maybe get a psychic SCP in here with it. It's not like burning it will do anything. Dr. Mayers Request for termination denied. 136 is proving valuable for enhanced interrogation. Incident I-136-C 20. This is out of control now. You all saw what happened. Hell, everyone in a thousand yards will never forget. And the class D in the room is gone and nobody knows how. At the very least, we need to do some more rigorous screening of Adiz before sending them in. We would have found out that he was ahead of time. Thank God we figured out what set it off though. Request reclassification to Keter and permission for attempted termination of 136. Dr. Mayers Request denied. Dr. Mayers is to be removed from administration of SCP-136. Disposition of 136 is to be given directly to Overseer and Doctor for exclusive use in enhanced interrogation. Thank you for listening. Intro music was from Punch Deck. You can find more at soundcloud.com slash punch dash deck. Level 2 patrons or higher get early, ad-free episodes. If you would like an SCP to be read, please fill out the form below, and I'll try to get to it whenever Season 2 bonus episodes come around. A few weeks ago I also redesigned my site, so if you are interested in checking it out, I will leave it also in the description below. Rating, reviewing, or sharing always helps. Thanks for listening, and I will see you in the next episode. Huntington's disease is a hereditary degenerative disease of the brain. If you took schizophrenia, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and you mix them all together, you would have Huntington's disease. Learn more at curehd.ca. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.